0: So hi everyone, so welcome to my YouTube channel and also welcome to the Interview Mantra Playlist. So today uh, we are having a special episode. We have two guests today. So instead of calling them guests, we can also call them as hosts. So they were hosts of a leading podcast platform called The Guiding Voice. So in which they interview many professionals to to shape career of uh, many students and young professionals. So we are glad to have Naveen and Sudhakar with us. So it will be a very nice session So apart from like all the videos that I have in my YouTube channel, I hope like this video will uh, go as a special video. So how are you Naveen and how are you Sudhakar? Doing fabulous and uh, it's
1: privileged to be part of your show Eshwant. We always appreciate your passion and the commitment that you demonstrate by launching episodes as well as these live conversations week after the week and uh, definitely would like to congratulate you on all the achievements that you have done so far and wishing you all the good luck as well and for all the audience thanks, very very good evening and look forward to interacting with you all and in case if you guys have any questions literally ask us anything over to you Sudhakar. Thanks Naveen thanks Yashwant. Yes. good evening folks yes. and uh,
2: Yashwant, thanks for having us here you know, we really appreciate all the work that you do. Navin and I always think that, you know, at 22, 23 years age, if Yashwant is doing all of this, I don't know. By the time, uh, you know, you reach our age, uh, in, you know, early 40s or late 30s, you know, we don't know what you are actually <laughs> aspiring to do. <laughs> so, congratulations on all here, the great honey. work. Congratulations on Thanks, all you, the doctor. great work. Excellent. So, Thanks, guys, doctor. ask us anything. Uh, Between uh, Naveen and I, we have about uh, 40 plus years of professional experience. Anything that you can ask, um, you know, and uh, if you believe that we will be able to address that now or later, we will be, you know, more than happy to uh, take any questions. So over to you, Yeshwan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like the theme of our today's live session is a uh, campus to corporate. So it is like choosing a right career path. So I designed this because like uh, Sudhakar and I mean, like I'm doing a playlist called interview Mandra since eight days. So I, I, I mean, as a part of that playlist, so I was uploading videos uh, by doing interviews with all the young professionals who re- recently uh, jumped into the corporate world uh, to that. Uh, I can expose their experiences to the end engineers so that they will get some exposure on uh, how the corporate world would look like. So as you are already gens in, uh, I mean, this corporate world. So I mean, hearing from you will will really benefit most of the viewers. So I think this video session will not only help people uh, to get idea on like how the how to get placements and all those things, but also like how to behave in a corporate and also how one can choose a right career path. So this is the theme of this. And there were many questions, I think, uh, from the day that I uploaded this news, many were asking me, like, um, I mean, to interact with you people to get right decision on their career. So it was really glad. So before we starting this uh, question and answer session and something like I have some questions, um, I mean, dedicated. So, like, I will start from this, like, uh, the first thing like I want to ask is how important it is to. Uh, to know about like how to behave in a corporate. So while jumping from college to company or college to a job. So how important it is, uh, I mean, prior to joining in any company, how important it is to have knowledge on how to behave in a corporate world.
1: Okay, Um, let me take a stab first and later on I'll hand it over to Sudhakar. So behaving yourself, right? uh, It is something very, very important because you are going to establish a brand for yourself right from day one. Because branding is not to be considered after you gain, say, five years of experience or 10 years of experience. So no matter how naughty you were in the college and no matter how smart you were in the college, college life ends the moment you are graduating. And probably many uh, students get into an assumption saying that, hey, you know, some co- some corporates allow us to go to office in shorts or probably in my night suites and all. Okay. Remember one thing before you actually visit office in the night suites or probably shorts and all try right, to understand the culture, right? Not every company is going to permit that. So your behavior is not just about your body language, not just about your dressing, not just about your conversation. It is all about you, how you want to project yourself. And right from uh, the moment you hit the the conference room to attend the interview, right from there, your branding can be established. So I would definitely suggest you to be mindful and try to establish a positive brand image for yourself and make sure that you display your energy, okay, and demonstrate that learning appetite that will take you a long way. So with that, I will stop here and yeah. request Sudhakar okay. to take it over.
2: Oh, thank you, Raveen. I think you covered most of it, but let me cover a couple of additional points. Constant learning is one thing that we should always be, you know, doing. Uh, you know, even if you reach eighty-five years age, you still need to continue to learn because there is so much uh, that uh, that is out there to learn, especially in the coming, in the current generation, where uh, it is like uh, france changing the uh, fashion uh, every alternate second right the current industry yeah. is going through so many waves and changes and the best part all of this is happening uh, at a time where the technology is helping us to be uh, you know connected so i would say in addition to being constant learner stay curious Ask questions, do not assume anything. If you don't know, ask and asking will go a long way that will build bonds in the professional environment. And also it shows that you are curious to know more about what is happening. The other thing is uh, something that, uh, you know, way back, 22 years back when I joined my first professional company, the general, the then general manager HR told to that group, yeah. so which I'm going to share. The moment you come out of college, the aspect of I is gone. The aspect of the aspect of we and us is going to start. So you are as good as you were, you know, your team. And as a group, we are as strong as our weakest link. So, from day one of your job, rather than thinking whether my boss will realize or recognize my talent, think at the broader level and see from an organization perspective what is the value that you are bringing to the discussion or the conversation or that interaction. And see as an organ as a team how we are being perceived. So, if there is one weak candidate in say design aspect that individual he or she might be extremely good in coding that same employee the other employee might be extremely good in testing so not everyone is having the same level of skill set you know at the same rate so ensure that that team and that bonding and that togetherness is maintained and at one point of time you would not realize that you have created the brand for yourself so always stay positive ensure that you are staying curious and ensure that that team representation is maintained
0: yeah that's great so that so yeah it gives it like a perfect picture on like why we are here actually so in continuation to that like i have collected some statistics so to, to go with that so 83 percent of the freshers like who jumps from college to corporate uh, will choose company based only on the package thing so, do you think it is it is right to choose a company or to choose an employer only ba- only based on the CTC that they provide? Let me take a stab at it.
2: If you have options, if you have options, no harm in evaluating the ha- opportunities that you got at hand. And there is no harm in keeping salary as one of the attributes to evaluate your options. But, okay. but. Having salary only as the primary or only criteria might not take you for long. I'll tell you why. Most of the uh, colleges, uh, at least the current generation colleges that we are having, you know, uh, thanks to the connected world, almost the knowledge is almost the same. It is about how you package yourself, how you position yourself, and how you ensure that you you know, articulate your thoughts or some things that the organizations are looking for. And initial five, seven years, Yashwant, if you ask me frankly, is a job and not a yeah. career. Most, yes. most uh, people who are there in the industry for about 20 plus years would agree to this because, you know, you make some mistakes. You learn a lot. You try to grab all the opportunities that come your way and ensure that you learn a lot. And at right point, maybe after five years, seven years, you may realize that, hey, of all the options, like jack of all, of all the options that I have evaluated, I realize that maybe this, uh, you know, artificial intelligence is one, era, uh, one area where I may focus or internet of things is another area that I might focus or the traditional C programming is what, you know, I might be, you know, able to focus. So till the time you get that maturity, You know it is always good to have options so initial five seven years i call it as a job and to get the job always see and always re baseline yourself on where you want to see yourself what is your north star the polaris and make the move. you know your moves towards that that actually gives you the opportunity to be in the right path and in that aspect if salary is one key criteria no harm in it but if it is the only criteria that may not take you long especially if you have that aspiration to you know grow up in the ladder in the corporate world
0: so like you're you are telling like dream high, like instead of only going with one particular aspect in deciding an employer so if we dream high and choose based on that then yes it was great so now we do you have any yeah, point to add
2: additional point there uh okay. sorry additional. Mm-hmm. always paint yourself in the larger canvas that gives you the opportunities and options to, you know, see the other avenues that you are having. Naveen, go ahead, please. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so I have uh, a different perspective and I would like to add a different dimension to what Sudhakar has already covered. See, money is not everything. At one point in time, when you start, probably because of your financial crisis or situation, you might think if I get X amount of money, I would be happy. But if you get X amount of money and after that, you are not satisfied there, you want 2X of that money. Because we have undergone that situation and that's why we are able to tell you so confidently. To be honest, I started my career with say 7,000 rupees per month. And today I'm ex- earning some X amount. But again, to uh, in case if I were to dream about what I want to earn in five years, definitely it would be some X of what I'm getting today, right? So this X will never ever stop there. That is one thing. But that X should not be the only thing or only deciding factor. The reason is beyond money, we have to understand about longevity of your career. Is the company good in terms of embracing the latest technologies? Is it offering a dedicated career path? How is it treating the employees? How is it treating its customers? What is the company's reputation? Likewise, so many things come into picture. And since you touched about this sensitive salary topic, I'll tell you uh, one example probably each one of us can relate to. Uh, during this uh, campus interview season, right? Especially these IITs, NITs, and all the premier institutes, they published saying that uh, one of the employee, one of the students, got 1.12 crore salary per annum, mm-hmm. and they publish it yes. in a big bold letters. But next year onwards, we never ever hear about that person. What happened to that X Y Z people in the last ten years? At least I have been observing, and nobody comes or yes. nobody surfaces in case if they are really worth of earning that amount probably they could have created so many inventions or innovations and they would have maintained that particular momentum the north star whatever the stuff that sudhakar has covered so guys in summary yes. money is not the only thing there are various other factors because having money itself right it will never ever help you help each one of us to achieve whatever we want in our life. So think big. As Sudhakar mentioned, there is life is a bigger canvas. And let us try to connect. Start putting some dots and connect the dots. At one point in time, money might be important. At one point in time, work-life balance might come into the picture. At one point in time, you don't want to be obsolete. You want permanent career or you want to be employed forever. Keep all these things
0: in your mind and move forward. That's nice, Sudhakar. So, yeah, like uh, before continuing this, like uh, I request viewers, like if you have any questions, you can directly post now. So we will discuss that if any question relates to our discussion at the I mean, the ongoing discussion, we will include that. So that will definitely solve your case. So and yes, uh, Nabin and Sudhakar. So like I believe like there are three kinds of people. So the first category belongs to people who waits for opportunities. And the second kind of category belongs to people who searches for opportunities. And the third one is a person like who creates opportunities. So we are living in a in a time where creating opportunity is not that much difficult because we now have everything in our hand. Like we have technologies, we have mobiles, we have social media. But still 90% of the people in our country. So this is also a proven fact. So still going for jobs. So, I mean, I'm not telling like doing a job is a bad thing. So, but like I was telling, like, even though there are various opportunities that one can go and create and explore, people are still relying on jobs. So even though it is in higher education, the ultimate goal is uh, to get a job. So do we, like, can you share your thoughts on this particular thing? Particular yeah. fact. I can say?
1: Yeah, I'll take a stab first and then Sudhakar can cover up. So one important thing irrespective of whether you want to start your own entrepreneurship journey I would advise someone to work in a corporate sector for at least two to three years so that you get nuances of how an organization works. At least you will understand how teamwork works, how uh, the finance stuff works, how the payment processing happens, what is a cost center, what is a hygiene factor, how, because if you are able to be part of an organization by understanding these nuances, you will be a better employer, right? So that's my simple statement over to you, Sudhakar.
2: Great. Uh, I will put the other dimension. So there is this triad called people process technology. And there is a circle now, newly introduced uh, extra uh, to this triad, which is called data or information. In the current generation, students or anyone for that matter, have such an amazing opportunity to influence one or many of these triads. You know the how the larger picture in mind like naveen mentioned if you know how a, a specific uh you know we call it as code to cash c to, you know q to c because it shows the end-to-end life cycle of what a product how it gets manufactured how it is uh, you know sold and how it gets converted into money so Once you have that appreciation, it will be much better for you to, you know, excel. Coming back to your question on how to ensure that, you know, whether you are doing, um, whether you should look for only employment only. Uh, Being in a professional organization for 22 years, I can't say that, you know, don't, you know, become an employee. That's not fair. But the point is, don't look for only employment. You know, in in addition to the employment without conflicting the company's interests if you want to do something that can provide value to either your employment or without conflicting your company's uh, uh, you know interests if you can do something uh, aside as uh, you know within the permissible limits of law because you know in india dual employment is uh, you know an offense so without uh, violating the law if you can do some gigs uh, if you can run a you know, hackathon or if you can be a part of a hackathon by becoming a judge, by a participant, by a partner, anything. You know, all these opportunities that we, we have in 2021 in the current era, uh, when Naveen and I came out, you, you know, we, we did not have this opportunity. Uh, you know, even to get a 64 kbps, uh, sp- uh, you know, speed, we used to pay 50 rupees, uh, Naveen, uh, at least, you know, I am I a little senior to you. So I paid like 50, 60 rupees even for 19.2 kbps, for that matter. Yeah. Oh, now everything gosh. is in your hum- palm.
1: <laughs> we, we used to pay 40 rupees per hour. <laughs> to access That's internet, it. guys, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yep, Sudhata. so like one more thing is like uh, i think we have some questions so i mean we can go one by one so navin is asking like how to answer questions about gap year between 12th class and degree so seems like he's asking about interview so can can uh, can anyone take this uh, sure. i think like was asking like maybe, yeah. Yeah.
1: maybe sudhakar yeah. sudhakar can take it yeah, yeah. sure i would say
2: In long term, nothing beats honesty, guys. Remember that. Nothing beats honesty, and if you know the shortcuts, like I like the way Naveen put it. We we have been through that, guys. So don't kid yourself by thinking that you know I fooled the interviewer or the person didn't have any clue. No, it is like this, right? If you go through that process, you reach here. So the point there is be clear in what happened. And come up with the real story. If you are not good at it during the 12th, 12th grade and you had some backlog or something, show that as the you know positivity. Like, hey, you know what? In 10th class, I had only 55-60%. In intermediate, I had two backlogs. But in engineering, now see, I have 73%. So that is the ascending order. So I evolved. I evolved. And And show that and back it up with your, you know, the contextual conversation. As I evolved in the current discussion, in the interview, the digital processing that you talked about is the project that I did. And I have done A, B, C, D, E. So that will go a long way. Have an open conversation and ensure that you have that Uh, you have that jotted out in the storytelling.
1: Absolutely concur with you. And one other thing I would like to add, just be proactive, guys. In case if you have gap, during during your very first answer, tell me about yourself. You can frame it such a way that, hey, you know, uh, I'm currently pursuing engineering, but before getting into engineering, I had to take a break because of family reason, because of medical reason, whatever it is. But if you proactively tell them, that will give a positive impression. Because as Sudhakar mentioned, nothing can beat honesty. So uh, use use an opportunity to cover this up during the very first question, then definitely people will appreciate. So we can take the next one, Ashant.
0: Yep, sure. So like uh, before that, like we will also move with uh, one, my personal question. So if Mm -hmm. we ask people like, what is your goal? So most of the people will tell like, like, I want to become a software engineer, like, I want to get a job in FANG companies or nowadays it, it was also changing to TANG companies. So, so I mean, do you think like get, getting a job and working under someone should be a goal? Like I, I can also ask this in another way, like how to set up goals in, initially. So like if getting a job is a goal, then how can it uh, really um, assess one situation?
1: Okay. I have a different perspective here irrespective of whether you are starting your own venture are working for someone else, what is that you want to do after getting a job? In case, if you can articulate saying that, let's assume you want to build a product. Your goal should be, I want to build a product which will be used by a million, minimum of million students or a minimum of million subscribers yes. so that I can create that value in the entire ecosystem of XYZ industry. Right, That makes more sense. Instead of, Targeting a particular role or a particular position or a particular entrepreneurship journey or a venture. Try what you actually want to do. Okay, that will create a very good impression. Yeah,
2: let me take it from a different aspect. Having a goal of getting an employment or a job is not a bad thing, I would say. You are calling it a goal. I'm calling it a milestone. Change is the only constant. We always do this, right? What is today's goal? You know, getting a movie, Bahubali release day ticket is my goal for today. Once Bahubali 2 is over, you know, getting Avengers Endgame, getting that movie ticket is my next goal. So Mm -hmm. having a goal of getting a job is not a bad thing, I would say. However, it becomes bad if that becomes the end of it like after mm-hmm. that you have nothing else to achieve if that becomes you nothing else to prove that becomes a problem so the ev- the evolution of human race if you see yashwant you know 5000 6000 years back what was the goal you know to they, 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 they did not they did not even realize that you know there is something called a fire after that they introduced yeah. a fire after fire you know we said you know, we now want to use that fire energy and build a house. And after house, we needed electricity. After electricity, we said, no, now we have electricity. I want a TV or I want a computer. Once you have a computer, I want the computer to be connected. Now I have the computer to be connected. Now I want, uh, you know, Naveen and Sudhakar to be my guests for you, Yashwant. So, you know, it yes. is the e- evolution process. So there is no harm in having a goal that I want to get a job. But the moment you are content with it, the moment you get stuck there, you are, you know, staying current and staying relevant is not maintained. That becomes a challenge. That becomes, you know, rotten. And then very soon you become obsolete. And the moment you become obsolete, your confidence levels are going down and there are no takers for your skills. So all those problems start. So. I don't think having a goal of getting a job is a problem, but don't get stuck there. Yes. After that, what next? What next? What next? So keep moving. Like they always say, right? If the water is stuck, it gets stagnated. You get, you know, uh, you don't do anything with the stagnated water. You always take bath or you always drink the running water. Why? Old water, new water.
0: So like like uh, you were telling something like goal should be never ending and also goal should be dynamic. It should must change according to the time. That's great. So like I have one uh, one question that I got through messages apart from this live shot. So, like how do we choose uh, between startups, service based companies and product based companies? I and mean, it was like an engineering question. Like how can we choose a company for employment?
2: Guys, uh, I, you guys are really fortunate. You guys have a lot of opportunities. I only wished that I had so many options when, at least, you know, way back in '98 when I came out of engineering college. I only wished I had so many options that, you know, there are three offers waiting for me one from startup, one from, you know, uh, a a, a mid range company, a services company, a product company. First and foremost, we did not even have any freaking clue that, you know, there was something called captive, there is something called product service, product company, services company. You know, I joined a Public sector, by the way. So, guys, first and foremost, have that North Star or that you know, like I said, take a step back, paint it on the large canvas. What exactly you want to do? I'll give you this example. yashwant I know, is from nelur district, so let me give that as an example. Assume you are standing in uh, nelur uh, bus stand, you know, in the, you know the bus stand of Nellore, you um, know, city, and you are looking for a Uh, uh, you know you are looking for a bus to go to Hyderabad you are waiting the first bus comes full no uh, seat so you are waiting another bus comes full still waiting third bus comes empty but that is going to Chennai will you get into this bus yes or no
0: no ultimately
2: (laughs) why not you wanted a seat you wanted a better bus you got a better bus that goes to Chennai so the point there, Yashwant, is if your destination is to go to Hyderabad, either you get wait for the bus that takes you to Hyderabad or at least from Nellur, you know, get a bus that goes to either wangol or Vijayawada. So and get into that bus so that you break that journey. Like, OK, from Vijayawada, there are high chances, but it will be a little extra time because, you know, you have a shortcut via Adanki as well or you know, look for a bus that goes to Nellongol and see that you know if I can get better bus from Ongol, or make a decision. Hey, the chances of we getting a long journey bus is more if I stay in Nellur because from Chennai, you know there are many buses that get you know via Nelur or there may be some buses that get originated in Nellur. So wait for that bus. So the point is, be clear with your destination and go from there. Use that as the journey. Second. That as of today, the market is so dynamic that today you accept a job in a startup in one year, in two years. If you really do good there, you have an opportunity to join companies like Fang, like you mentioned, yashwant uh, You know, like you can join Google, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, you know, Netflix, Microsoft, you know, many Or vice versa, you join a company like Google and, you know, after two years or three years, you get so much of experience that you can switch companies. As long as you get a job and as long as you are learning and keeping that curiousness and ensuring that you are staying current and relevant to the current industry, you have absolutely no problem and no worry to focus on, whether I should join this or this or this, the uh, advantage of having many is amazing. So pick one and look for that as a job, like I mentioned, and from there, create and build
1: your career.
0: That's good, good to hear. And is there anything to add, Navin?
1: Yeah, I would like to put a cherry on the cake that Sudhakar has mentioned or has prepared. Uh when you are choosing a company, okay, irrespective of either it is a startup or a public sector or private com- sector or a major multinational or a conglomerate, whatever it is, right? Think about the domain in which it is operating, right? There is uh, okay. uh, some analysis which was published by someone when how Warren Buffet invests in companies and all. He looks at the domains. With regard to what will be their shelf life, are these domains are going to sustain for five years or 10 years. Based on that, you can take a decision. That is one way of looking at it. Second thing is, it is not a bad thing to start with the startups. The reason is very simple. If you observe uh, WhatsApp, WhatsApp was acquired by Facebook for a whopping 2.3 billion or beyond. right? And at that point in time, yes. we had about 50 or 56 employees right? And if you imagine, uh, irrespective of the salary that uh, those guys were earning, but they had stake in that company. And the moment company was acquired by Facebook, they have become millionaires overnight, right? Yes. So that is the advantage, but that comes with a risk. In case if the company doesn't do well, probably you'll not be in the limelight and probably you'll not earn money. However, you will Get some experience which you can apply for the rest of your life. So okay. having been in the industry for 17 and half years and still a long way to go, one thing what I would suggest is everything that comes, right? If you, if it is destined, you'll go there. Only thing is go there with positive attitude. Okay. Even if you have been there with positive attitude, but things are not working well, it's okay. You can quit because it is not a hard and fast rule that everybody should like you or every, everything should fit you. It's the other way around as well, wherein you should also fit it. It's not only about company choosing you, you should also choose the company. right? Keep these things on your mind and definitely a very wonderful question and kudos to whoever has asked it because this is the kind of mindset we need in this generation. Because if you can ask the right questions, you'll get right answers and you can make right decisions.
0: I'll stop here sure I mean so we have some other questions like uh, one person is asking after 10 to 15 years on corporate some will remain as developers someone will be on role like manager level or director level or architect level so what are the things that pressure should focus on to get into that level
1: okay so maybe I will go first it is not about the title that you want to get there never ever Focus on title saying that, okay, I want to be senior director in 15 years or I want to be VP in 20 years. What will you do after reaching there? Again, we are human beings, right? We don't don't get satisfied or complacent after reaching whatever we wanted to achieve. We wanted to dream big, big, big. That is going to happen. It is a never ending cycle. But what is that you want to accomplish? Should be our focus. And do... Uh, or do the best in your current role and probably try to expand your horizon spread your tentacles in such a way that you gather so much of domain expertise gather so much of technical skills and be relevant okay you be the linchpin or the backbone of the organization that you work for even if company is undergoing some hardships or if company is undergoing some financial challenges wherein they have to make some tough decisions they should think twice before sacking you right that would be my take over to you sudhakar
2: great points i will add only two things one i would say across the industry titles are not baselined so one thing please keep that in mind if you join a startup or if you join some company your first title itself can be a vice president so don't worry on titles because across industry titles are not uh baseline however i got your question that hey how can someone be a developer after 15 years someone can be a manager after 15 years it might be individual's choice there are many uh, uh, smart uh, employees who say that i want to continue in uh, the technical path i don't want to get into people management path these are the two paths that are given to any employee at some after acquiring some experience and you can't imagine that uh, there are many individual contributors who would be getting double the amount than uh, his or her manager who is a, who is a, having a title called vp or manager and this employee might be having an enterprise architect in microsoft for example or uh, you know the what is that distinguished architect in ibm You know, these type of people who are still working as individual contributors get much, much more than the vice presidents and presidents who they report to. So don't worry on the title. The most important thing that I want to highlight in this question, because I understood the meaning of it, is in corporates, we call this something called as value, guys. You need to bring value to what the ecosystem that you are in be it to the team, be it to the conversation, be it to the deliverable, be it to the product or whatever deliverable. So bring that value. How you bring that is through staying current and relevant and understanding the business. Uh, So as long as you bring that value, title is just uh, a name. You know, uh, there might be an enterprise architect who does nothing in that company, or there may be a
1: simple architect who will be doing wonders.
0: Okay. Okay, that's good. Actually, Yeah, I I think,
1: uh, sorry, uh, Eshwan, I think Naveen's uh, not not Naveen Sai, but AGT. I don't know the full name. He says it's not about title, but type of the work that manager level or director or architect gets is my focus. Okay, Okay, so let me start it this way. In case if you are a manager, right, probably you will be responsible managing a program or a project or a portfolio wherein you have a set of individuals assigned to you, you are responsible for delivering that program apart from that, the people development part of it. Whereas if you're an architect, you'll be responsible for coming up with the technical artifacts and the design aspects and how you are going to develop the application in itself. You're going to give the blueprint, the technical blueprint, what should be the front end, what should be the back end, what should be the database and how should the communication happen and what are some of the security aspects that should come into picture and architect role is very very challenging because those guys have to always be abreast of the latest technologies and try to suggest some technologies which will add value to the business okay with minimum investment how much benefit that someone can reap that will be the focus of uh, architect and when it comes to director director probably maybe leading a major portfolio or a set of programs, which means director will be manager of managers, okay, wherein that person might be responsible for a particular function, right? For example, Sudhakar used to be the senior director, global senior director in in, in our previous organization, and he managed the global infrastructure team and spread across multiple locations, multiple geographies, which means indirectly he's responsible for the upkeep of the infrastructure, and all the applications that are relying on that particular infrastructure. So likewise, as the title grows, responsibilities will increase and the cushion for taking risk or the cushion for uh, probably making mistakes will come, will become less and less. Right. Imagine that. And um, so is the case with the number of the amount of responsibilities that you are going to carry, because it's not only about managing your direct reports, but your direct reports, direct reports as well. And at the same time, you'll get the exposure to finance part of it, the budgeting, and you got to work with the CXOs of the organization. Typically, person at a director level reports into CXO, and which means they're talking to somebody at a C-suite. And at the same time, they're also talking to somebody even at a ground level who is working uh, as a programmer or as an analyst and so on. So that is a huge responsibility. Hope this clarifies in case if you need more explanation, you can have a follow up question, but we'll stop here and move on to the next one.
0: Sure, sure. Like like I will go on with my question now. So are engineers really lacking interpersonal skills? So like I heard from many of the people like they are good. They are good in coding, they are good in development, so they are good in their work, but they are staying constant throughout their career, like (laughs) without expressing much. So are the people who are coming out of colleges really lack interpersonal skills? If so, like how can one improve their interpersonal skills?
2: Let me take a stab at it. I would not say engineers are lacking interpersonal skills. I would say generally the evaluation system or the current academic system is such that we are focusing more on marks than the content that you learned and the way how we want to articulate so it i'm not generalizing it because there are always exceptions and there is you know there is a general thing and there are some exceptions unfortunately what we have seen is traditionally the way you know we are evolving in the academic system education system is We are not encouraging others to challenge the status quo. You know, uh, if you challenge, that means, you know, you are the rebel. I don't know the (laughs) the current uh, words that the current generation is using, but you are like the rebel. You know, that is one thing that uh, in Western cultures is appreciated more. The diversity that you bring to the table you know, there are so many initiatives that are taken across the globe in multinational companies that they want diversity, be it even today in India. You know, the diversity at the top, like if you are a woman leader or if you are physically challenged or if you come from diversified background, you know, we are talking about multinational companies. So, you know, if you have like a background of Afro-American or Latino, or you have the, you know, even in Asia, you know, from the traditional mindset. So all this diversity actually brings in to, you know, build better ecosystem. So I would say that uh, the communication and articulation is one thing that each one of us need to develop. If you remember, uh, you know, uh, when I'm talking about uh, early 80s you know, the, uh, we, we used to have the grannies and uh, grandfather, grandmother, who used to teach the kids about the stories, like Chandamama stories. You know, once there lived a king called ABC, you know, he had, uh, uh, you know, a wife, two kids, both kids were separated. So all these story is like Panchatantra stories, or uh, you know, you talk about uh, the Budhigi, you know, the Amar Kada, all these things are to enable and to express yourself on the current status, how you articulate, and all that stuff used to happen. After 90s, unfortunately, I think, you know, the academic system has become, of course, because of the demand and supply. You can't blame the academic system because of demand and supply and the evaluation criteria of Marx. You know, we, we literally, like, uh, we are extremists, right? Like, you want to focus on education that means you should not play okay you can play as well that means you don't need to worry about academics no it is a life is a fine balance of all these things the good bad ugly so because of the current uh, demand and supply issue you know we are focusing only on marks so uh, it is not fair to say that hey our engineers not good communicators uh, i don't think that is true but is there an opportunity for us to improve? A lot of opportunity there for us to improve. You might be the best of the, you know, person who knows the, uh, you know, question well. But if you cannot articulate and if you cannot uh, express your, your yourself to the other side, you know, that is one differential thing that happens that is only available to, you know, in animal race. Only humans can, you know, communicate, articulate and express themselves. Unfortunately, others... Animals, other animals also can express, but very limited opportunity. So I would say that engineers are bad communicators. I don't agree. But in the current system, do you think the students can focus a lot? Definitely, yes. In communication, in articulation, in expressing themselves. And it is so sad. Sometimes, you know, Naveen and I interact with uh, many colleges but sometimes when we go to college and 500, 600 people, you uh, know, big hall, full of students, people are standing, uh, 500, 600 seats are also not sufficient. They attend and they listen to everything. And we say, OK, now Q&A. And of those 700, 800 people, not even one question. Come on, Naveen and I are not that smart that, you know, we clarified all questions of those 700 people in our 20 minutes of monologue. That means, you know, you need to express yourself. You need to ask questions. And there is this expression, right, that if you ask, if you feel that you will be, you will be considered as a fool, Yeah, you better be considered as a fool by asking and get the answer then and there or stay like a fool forever, not knowing the answer. So (laughs) and so that is one thing that I would say.
1: So, Naveen. Yeah, so that's a very interesting question, first of all. So uh, (laughs) kudos to Eshwan for compiling such a nice question. Uh, Honestly, this generation has a lot of advantages with regard to experimenting everything how to develop these interpersonal skills and all. And in my opinion, whoever I'm coming across, because we interviewed uh, someone in their final year and we have interviewed somebody who has just graduated likewise. Those guys are really good at interpersonal skills. Only thing is they need a little bit of mentoring. So which can really happen in case if you talk to professionals, if you can reach out to your siblings or something. And... One thing, probably, my advice is when you get to watch these English movies, right try to understand how they are communicating with each other and Sudhakar touched a bit about the uh, intracultural uh, intercultural aspects and all right so try to understand how they are behaving right, and then be yourself and as long as you are able to communicate clearly without offending others, then you are good in case if because in in my opinion. When it comes to uh, dressing, okay, in the corporate environment, it is better to overdress. When I say overdress, probably you can come in blazers and all. That is called as overdressing. But when it comes to speaking or behaving, uh, try to underperform. Like be silent in case if you don't know what to behave and probably uh, witness that situation. And soon after that, reach out to your seniors, tell them, hey, you know, I was literally confused during this situation. Uh, I I had this thing on my mind. Do you think it would have been better or... Should I behave differently, right? And never, ever underestimate the power of questioning. And nobody will feel bad about it, no matter how small the question is. Try to identify someone, a senior within the organization, and go and ask them. Be, uh, Make them your sounding board and ask them literally anything. Because for that to happen, you need to establish a strong trust. And once you have that bonding, literally you can ask anything, Right? And initially, in the first uh, uh, two, three months or six months, definitely nobody is going to be less, like, hey, you know, uh, it is not the way you are supposed to talk. Because everybody understands the fact that you are coming out of college. But don't get into a situation wherein you are being observed actively and saying that, okay, somebody gives you a feedback. Try to observe your seniors and try to learn from their mistakes. And if there is any question, reach out to someone. But overall, this generation has a lot of advantages with regard to developing their own interpersonal skills because world is global now. And uh, maybe in order to practice those interpersonal skills, probably you start working on a gig gig assignments or gig projects on platforms like fiverr.com or github.com. You pick up one project and uh, project which is created by somebody outside your country, right? Then definitely it will give you an opportunity to work with them. Say you pick a project from Australia, and once you're done with that, pick a project from China. After that, you pick a co- project from UK. No matter how small it is, it could be as simple as creating a logo, or it could be as simple, as simple as creating a thumbnail for their YouTube channel. In case if you're good at graphics, leverage that opportunity and understand how they're composing their email. Understand in case if you uh, provided the design, but it didn't, they didn't like it, how are they responding? Are they being very direct? Are they very subtle? Right. try to draw those nuances and adjust yourself but definitely there is a cushion okay wherein you can make mistakes but don't repeat the same mistake that's my advice hope these
0: answers these were a nice collection of fruitful answers i think so this really helped to whoever asked this question and like uh, i personally um, i mean get some idea so so like apart from that there were many questions in the line so before that i want to and my questioning uh, i have one last question so i think this is the best best place to ask because already you both have uh, more than 40 plus years of experience so it will also help me uh, personally so like our side hustles like apart from work like apart from our profession so how important it is to have side hustles and that would align with our passion so i mean uh how it improves the one personal growth or it might be a career or like their satisfaction or we can make it like a stress-free job so, whatever it is, how side hustles or side hicks contribute to that part? Yeah,
1: uh, probably I'll go first this time. And having a side hustle is very, very important because uh, nothing is permanent in this world because COVID 19 has been a biggest teacher in everybody's life. Unfortunately, few people have been furloughed and few people lost their jobs, but we should always have an alternate stuff. Okay, which will come to our rescue. So probably your side hustle, okay, might become your primary source of earning or source of income just to run your family. That is one way of looking at it. Second thing is, if you get into a job, there might be multiple reasons. One could be because I want to run my family and I want to give the bread and butter to my family and I want a regular income. That is the mode in which people join. So in that case, let it happen. And while your family show is running, before you take into your own entrepreneurship journey, probably you start whatever you are aspiring to do as a side hustle. Because you already have something running as a primary. And again here, conflicts of interest will come into picture. So be cautious. If you are making money, make sure you disclose it to your organization where you are working for so that uh, you don't run into any troubles in the future. In case if you're not making money, but you're still in experimenting mode, still disclose it to your or your employer so that they understand that you have your fa- your, your primary energy, uh, I would say, you're, you're spending your primary energy at your day job. But while you're picking this side hustle, think about the thing you're passionate about. For example, me and Sudhakar, we are the live examples of, running a side hustle okay, in the form of the Guiding Voice podcast series. The, our purpose is to help students, young professionals and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. And one of the main reasons is during the time when we graduated, we didn't have this kind of guidance. And in case if we had this kind of guidance, we would have been in a much better position than what we are today. Of course, we are in a very decent position at this point in time, but we don't want the current generation to suffer. Right. So in that process, we used to visit engineering colleges, B schools, and we got empaneled as a corporate mentors. And many of these, almost all this happens for free. Everything happens for free. And is it tied to our passion? Absolutely. What is our passion? Our passion is to mentor people. And even if we have about 20 to 30 people that are watching this live, even if one person thinks, OK, one of the points mentioned by Sudhakar or or Nagin has helped me, that itself is enough for us right so this side hustle of probably empowering others coaching others or probably working on your own artwork likewise there are so many different things but it is very very important for us to have a side hustle because you never know it might turn into a mainstream income as well at one point in time okay over to you Sudhakar
2: yeah sure I think you covered all of it uh Naveen couple of points from my side one uh Please ensure that you are not having any conflict of interest with your current employer. That is very, very important in India. Second thing, having a side hustle or passion is something that gives you that uh, extracurricular approach, right? So rather than thinking in only a linear way, this uh, side hustle or passion can give you the opportunity to experiment and see, hey, am I something that I want to become a, say, a painter. So give it a try. Uh, it doesn't work out, it doesn't cost you much because it is only the time and effort for the last couple of months or years that you have put and you can always change. So keep that passion ongoing because that gives you the difference of uh, you know approach in life and ensure that whatever you are doing is not conflicting. The, the last thing you want to do is do the job but not putting your 100% effort there, but doing, you know, job for the sake of it, but putting all your effort inside a hustle. That is one uh, against the ethics of yourself and the corporation. And that is going to create a lot of problems for you. So ensure that there is no conflict and whatever you are doing, maintain that personal and professional boundary and do it only at your leisure time so that there is no conflict of interest.
0: That's very clear, I think. So so yeah apart from the like uh, there are various questions so one thing is sticking to single company for experience versus changing companies for career or salary growth what would be the best thing to do so this was one of the question by Naveen Sai
2: great question Naveen Uh, I would put it this way it is not about whether you are sticking to the same company or changing companies even within the organization there are so many uh, diversified roles that are available that someone who is in a company for last 20 years might have done, you know, 10 different gigs and 10 different stints, which are completely different to each other than someone who changed 10 companies in 20 years and did the same activity. So it is not about changing the company or, you know, whether you are sticking to the same company. It is always about the value. I always come back to that thing, the value that you are bringing to the system. That gives you the opportunity to grow. That gives you the opportunity to explore internal within or outside to ensure whether it is meeting your aspirations or not. Most of the times, you get the opportunity internally. So grab it because known people, you know, whenever you start a new company, you need to start all over again. Known company, known people, they know your value. They know your worth. They know and you can carry that forward, that uh, engagement. So you can continue in the same company as long as you are bringing that value and you are getting the diversified roles. There are some employees who are so content that I want to continue to be like this only as long as that is an informed decision that you want to pursue. Why not? Because you can't. It is like that WhatsApp forward these days we are seeing. right? You know, you can't compare fish and tiger. Tiger is a land animal. Fish is a water animal. And if you try to put, uh, you know, who is going to quickly, you know, get onto the tree or who is going to swim? Obviously, you have your own advantages. So don't try to compare yourself, uh, you know, uh, with someone who is completely from different skill set or
1: background. Yeah. So I've seen both sides of the coin because uh, I spent uh, close to. Live- can you guys hear me, Naveen? No, I mean, we lost yeah, yeah, you. For, okay. We ask you for like twenty seconds. You can uh, start from eleven years yeah. in GE. Okay.
2: Continue, please.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I spent uh, eleven years in General Electric, and my life was complacent. And you know, GE is a factory of leaders, and the kind of exposure that you get at a very engaged, it is awesome. Like you, whatever you learn there, you can apply it literally in any company anywhere in the world. Okay. I still say I'm a huge fan of General Electric till date and one of the only reasons why I have quit General Electric because I thought I'm too much into comfort zone and I want a job in Hyderabad in a different domain but in fact I, if I at all I have to switch to a different domain I have to either move to Bangalore or Delhi and because of family circumstances I did not want to move out. Then I thought okay let me experiment and I got a job with CDK Global and before I even triggered my resignation. I reached out to my boss asking that, Hey, uh, do you want me to quit? What's your say? He said, as long as you're learning something new, go ahead. And since you have established yourself as a leader, as a person who have grown very well in the last 11 years, G will obviously be happy to welcome you back because, okay. So that being said, I took a decision to move out and without burning any bridges, And today, even if I want to go back to the organization, definitely uh, there are some sponsors who are willing to take me back. Okay, that's a different story. And now coming to the last three and a half years of journey, within last three and a half years, I ended up joining the third company. Okay, due to whatever reason, I don't want to uh, cite anything about what has happened in each of the companies and all. But one question I asked myself, you were part of, world's most admired companies, which is General Electric, which was founded by Thomas Alva Edison, who was the inventor of the light bulb. And this company had 300,000 employees across 180 different countries. But you joined a small organization, which is a kind of fish, a small minnow compared to a blue whale kind of thing, which is just roughly 2.1 billion dollar organization. I would say no regrets as such. Because from the time I quit General Electric, I've made very good friends, including Sudhakar. Right now, if you look at that, we are leading our own venture, right? So you're going to build a lot of relations. You're going to expand your network. And most importantly, you learn a different culture of that particular organization. And probably you will learn a different business model as well. So obviously, it's all about your individual choice in terms of whether you want to stick to a particular company or whether you want to hop on but in my opinion you should not be hopping on for every year right probably if you want to switch companies stay to a particular company for about 3 to 5 years that might be an ideal time frame wherein you also understand you will also get a chance to understand whether this company is for me or not and even if somebody looks at your profile it looks decent saying that, okay, this guy has been with the system for about three to five years and has experimented and has grown, has done this, done that, so on and so forth. Right Overall, when you are making a move, make sure that probably you are learning something new and you are doing things differently than what you are doing currently. If you are going to do the same thing in a different organization and same domain, there is no point in doing it. And at the same time, when it comes to longevity of a company and all, I think working for a company for 10 years, 15 years or 20 years is no longer a luxury in my opinion because we are we are pushing ourselves into gig economy wherein even full-time jobs may no longer be relevant after a few years. Every job might be part-time and everything might be treated as a hustle kind of thing because as we speak, Majority of these sectors are getting automated and all. And only thing that will not get automated is about creativity. Okay, so with that being said, it's up to the individual. In case if you are able to learn many new things, if you are able to move laterally within the organization and try to expand your breadth, then you can stick to that company. If you think you are stuck or if you are too much into comfort zone, then there is no point in staying go ahead and experiment because world is very huge always. And and one other thing I'll tell you, the longer you stay with the company, the more you get typecasted to that company. And there will be some fear. I'll tell you like before I quit GE, I had been contemplating whether or not to quit GE because we had unlimited sick leaves and we had unlimited work from home. And the kind of culture that is offered by GE, nobody can offer it. I'm telling you, no, nobody can match that experience at all. But at the same time, employees used to behave with integrity. Nobody misused any of the policies that are given, right? So with that being said, at, at one point in time, it's up to you like whether you, you will question yourself. I've been with the system for nine years or ten years. What if there are no sick leaves? What if they don't allow me work from home? What should I do? Those kind of things will come into picture. So Just if you are trying to step out after a long tenure, be prepared to face what you are. Right? Because honestly, in my opinion, I'm very much, uh, I have a lot of appetite for risk. Even the last job I quit, I was with a very decent company and everybody within the company were laughing at me. Why the hell this guy is quitting this? But I know if a place is not for me, I'm not going to stay there. Right? And as long as you are able to learn, as long as you are, your, your work is being valued and as long as you are adding value to any organization, go ahead and experiment. There is no harm in testing waters, but don't test the waters too frequently because few organizations will have a limitation in case if this guy has changed three companies within two years, they will not even consider you for calling for an interview. And When you are leaving an organization, have a strong reason which you can articulate, which you need not bluff in front of anyone right okay. hope that makes sense
0: those were some great points to keep in mind like while changing a company so thanks i mean thanks Vidakar. so another question is like vishnu Vardhan is asking like i want to start youtube channel as a career but i am feared about criticism so how to overcome it <laughs> So, <yeah. laughs> okay. Raveen, if you
1: don't mind i will take that yeah
2: yeah because uh I, it, this happened to me and um I will I will repeat the same thing. So guys, I uh, will tell you some names. Tell me if you guys know these names. Okay, Lord Rama, Lord Buddha, Muhammad Prophet, Jesus Christ. Do you know any of these?
0: <laughs> yeah, we know. Everyone, of course, everyone knows them. Yeah,
2: everyone knows everyone. Of them? Even they could not satisfy the entire world. So don't even try for it. Don't even try for it. To be liked by everyone, to be admired by everyone. Even those whom we consider as gods could not convince everyone to follow only them. So we are normal, simple human beings. So don't even try to satisfy everyone And don't get into this social conformity that, you know, Naveen is doing it, Yashwant is doing it, Sudhakar is doing it, let me also do it. No. So don't try to satisfy the world. Don't try to do just because someone else that you know is doing it. If you strongly believe that you have something to share, that there are customers or there are seekers for that knowledge, for that idea, for that product, for that service, go for it you can take only risk of this thing. Like Naveen said, start that as a side hustle. Don't make that as your primary thing. At one point, if you have that gut that, yeah, and you can do it, why don't you get into it and do it? Nelson Mandela said this, it always looks impossible until it is done. Naveen, over to you. Yeah.
1: So again, the social conformity piece, And don't uh, Sudhakar has covered it uh, already. It's about, okay, if somebody else is doing, let me do it. If you are really good at it, then do it. And at the same time, you don't have to be perfect in the very first episode if you are planning to launch your own episode. Because if you look at our own journey, right, we laugh at our previous episodes when Sudhakar and I hear about first 10 episodes or first 20 episodes because we have been evolving. We are not professionals or we were not podcasting is not our day job it's our side hustle but we want to do it our best and at the same time we also got some criticism from people saying that hey you know you guys have to learn the accent you guys are dragging a few words you guys have to do this better of course we we admit it and we took it in a positive way and we are trying to get better ourselves so when it comes to following in your passion don't think about becoming an overnight star okay as long as you're giving your heart and soul and if you're planning to paint your big picture and if you know the larger vision and how this channel is going to add to your large larger vision then go ahead you don't have to ask anybody and uh, at the same time you don't worry about subscribers as we speak right though we have started our podcasting journey about nine months we still have 461 subscribers but that will not prevent us from doing more episodes because there will be one point in time where this if subscribers will multiply manifold and people will flaunt saying that, okay, at one point in time, I was interviewed by TGV, similar to how TED is popular today, right? That is the vision that we have. And as long as you are nearing one step to your vision, you go ahead and embark on that particular step, be it your YouTube channel or be it your podcast or be it your blogging or be it your mailing list or it could be anything
0: yep, that's great and like adding to your points like uh yeah like by the time that I started my YouTube channel and blogging so I started it on like my engineering days so at the time like I even received a lot of criticism like people were like like what is this guy doing like instead of focusing on his education and placements like what is this guy doing is this really helpful for you in your career in any way So I I got a lot of criticism and like uh, from them, like there were a few constructive points, like you need to improve your accent, you need to improve your photography and lighting thing, you need to improve your audio. So I I really learned many things from them, but there were also a lot of uh, points like which uh, nearly put me down, but later like I continued with the flow and I think you can also take me as an example in this case, because I face a lot of criticism and I even made a YouTube video, like how I handle this criticism and negativity. So, and also like, as Naveen and Sudhakar said, uh, we don't need to, there is not, a, there is no rule that we need to follow one guy like who is doing really good. So we need to go with our passion that that really works. Um, whatever the criticism that we will get that so thanks Naveen and Sudhakar for this. And like, we have another question, like even in the era of it jobs and fast growing technologies, There are still few people who still say IT jobs are less than government jobs. Treating IT jobs as private jobs. What do you say about this? Go ahead, Naveen. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Again, uh, see, if you want the stability part of it, probably you can go for the uh, government sector and all. But uh, as uh, we mentioned during the introduction and all, we mentor a lot of people. And I happen to come across... uh, a uh, few employees that are working for public sector organizations like uh, Hindustan, Aeronautic Limited, uh, Hindustan Aeronautic Limited, HAL, right? It is some organization which many electronics and communication engineers and uh, E grads aspire to get there. But one funny thing is people working in those organizations after three years or four years, probably they feel, OK, this is not something for me and the world is moving towards, say, artificial intelligence or machine learning, and they get into a situation wherein they enroll for a coaching session on some platforms and all. And I happened to connect to those guys, uh, and they were seeking some suggestions, saying that, hey, what should I do next? I asked them only one thing. So you got, you have a decent uh, central government job, and which, uh, which gives you like six uh, to seven-digit salary, <laughs> right? And uh, you have... Uh, something which you can rely on for the rest of your life and or why do you want to quit? They say only one thing. This is not for me. Probably I want to do something different. right? So likewise, my advice is everything that you look at, right? Grass is always greener than the other side. People who are in the private sector, they think, okay, if you join the public sector, 9 to 5 job, uh, it will be Bindas and I can... Uh, enjoy my rest of my day going to movies or multiplexes or visiting malls and uh, hanging out with my friends. And at the same time, people on the public sector, they think, okay, these corporate guys have a lot of parties and uh, there is a lot of gala that happens. And these guys are given annual gifts like gadgets, like uh, iPads, iPods. Of course, iPods are not uh, in existence today or smartwatches. And uh, they are sent to onsite every now and then and you get an opportunity to travel multiple countries uh, uh, at the expense of the company and you don't have to pay and all so everything has its own pros and cons uh, cons so uh, definitely my advice is in case if you are given an opportunity to work in public sector go ahead and join in fact sudhakar is a live example he worked for gail he started his career with gail right and now he's part of the public sector so uh, th- that is how the grass is always greener on the other side and as long as you feel Okay, you go to bed saying that, okay, I've done a great job today. I'm happy, right? If you get that feeling, you can continue in that job. But if you think, okay, no, this is not something for me. Immediately, you have to take a a decision. But before you take a decision, you have to uh, do due diligence, probably get some experts advice and choose something so that nobody will laugh at you after some time, right? Uh, And again, I'm not trying to scare you guys here. But having seen that kind of people and having experienced more life than you guys, this is a kind of caution. And so ultimately, it boils down to having a mentor. Right. Maybe you can bounce it off saying that, you know, right now I'm working with HAL or I'm working with BHEL or so and so. And somehow I'm not happy. They have given quarters and uh, they are given conveyance and you have so many allowances, so on and so forth. But somehow I'm not happy because of bureaucracy or because of whatever reason, then probably that mentor might give you a good suggestion. But before you make that step, right, take it, take a judicious call, right? I'll stop here. And probably Sudhakan can share his own experience having seen both sides of the coin. Thanks, Naveen.
2: So, guys, yeah, I worked for a public sector company for nine years uh, <laughs> before joining multinational companies like Motorola um, way back in 2007. I would put it this way, guys. It is not about whether I am with public sector or whether I am with the multinational company, whether I get to travel within India, outside India. Because uh, like Naveen said, luckily, I have experienced all all of this. But I will tell you this. It is about the, again, the job satisfaction and what you want to do. With the public sector, at least in the company that I joined, uh, I have seen some extremely smart people Great leaders, amazing technology, so much to learn. You know, you know. We used to work like sixteen to eighteen hours a day. Uh, so I think this is like like a typical typecast that we generally do. Like you know, maybe you know all multinational companies are like this. Maybe all services companies are like this. Maybe all government companies are like this. Those are all long gone. As of today, even public sector banks have the same goals, same targets like private sector bank. You have same you know, technology, uh, if not better, used in both government and multinational companies. So it is at the end, it is all about what you want to do and what is the value you are driving. And is it that in line with your, that North Star that I talked about? Is it something that I want to, the same example, if you are stuck in Nellore bus stand, Are you looking for a free bus? Are you looking for a bus towards Hyderabad? Simple question. You want for a free bus so that you have bus ride? Nothing wrong in it. It is as long as it is your choice that, hey, I want to enjoy a bus ride. Get into Chennai bus, go to bus Chennai, three and a half, four hours. Come back in the same bus and enjoy the bus ride with some good Tamil or Telugu movie in the bus. But if you are stuck that, no, I want to go to Hyderabad only, because uh, yeshwant is based there, Naveen is based there, and I am looking for some th- advice from them then get into the bus towards Vijayawada or ongol and from there take the next bus to Hyderabad if you don't get direct bus so all these are like uh, at the end it is a job and it is as long as it is in line with your career and your North Star alignment uh, that should not be even a question.
0: those are some great insights so. I think we can cover like there are some more questions. The one thing is how can I make the most out of my strengths? So this is a one-liner. Uh
2: Yashwant, I think your battery is getting discharged. Yeah. That happened to me, so I am calling it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was able okay, okay, to Okay, okay that fine. as well. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like uh we will answer in the chat section like if possible mm-hmm. and yeah. So like we will wind this now. Yeah. So thank you, Nabin and Sudhakar for joining me. And I I think like we covered most of the questions and most of the generic questions that most of the engineering students have. And I think like it really helps the viewers. And also I'm uploading it as a video so that people will also get enough information if they miss it out. And yeah, thanks again, Naveen and Sudhakar. It really helps all the viewers of my channel. And also it also helps me personally because interacting with people who are giants in the industry that I am in. So it was really glad. So that I have you in my uh, conversation. Thanks again. It was hey, our pleasure. Thank you. Uh,
1: yeah. Go ahead, Naveen. No, uh, th- thank you so much for the opportunity. And uh, uh, all the questions were really good. So whoever asked these questions, uh, feel free to check out our The Guiding Voice podcast series. And uh, you, we are presenting one opportunity. If you have any questions related to technology or IT world, all you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash The Guiding Voice and record your voice question and we are going to get it answered either through us or through any of our expert panelists and uh, keep up the passion and wish everybody all the best and wish you all the best, ashon uh, to you too.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. I also mentioned the Guiding Voice uh, podcast link in the description. You can check out. There are really some 74 awesome episodes with professionals. So those who need uh, some insights about technologies and care, it, you can also find that link in the description. And yeah, yeah, thanks again. Like I'm
2: ending this now. Thank you, Eshwant. You have a good one. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you.